My name is Michael Markarian, and my family business is a packaging company that serves top brands all over the world. There's no debate that some packaging is harming nature and polluting our cities, and something needs to change. My goal is to show you that sustainable options exist and how you can implement them right now. This is the Sustainable Packaging Show. Welcome back to the Sustainable Packaging Show podcast. This is part two of a three-part series talking about sustainable packaging in the state of New York. I'm back with Raf. He just crushed the first episode, part one. So if you miss part one, you got to go back. We talk about education, what is in the regs as it relates to sustainable packaging. Part two, we're going to talk about a few examples of packaging that will meet those regs. So if you're wondering as a license holder or uh, someone who's ready to open their business, what options are going to meet these regs? Fear not, we got the man Raf here at my side to show you a few options. So Raf, you ready to rock this? 100%. Let's do this. Okay, so let's talk about the big categories. Uh, I know you have a few options here that are compliant. Why don't you just grab them and then we can sort of talk about them together one by one and we'll, we'll, we'll talk about why they're compliant with the standards in New York and we can provide a little bit of education. So take your pick and let's roll. Absolutely. So the, the first one... Um, that's, they're they're very similar. This is our industry jar. You you can put an eighth or more more commonly a quarter of ounce of dried flour in it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is unique in the sense that it's made out of ocean bound plastic. And, huge innovation. And huge, really exciting. And so because of that, by definition, it is actually one hundred percent PCR. And this would meet the reg, the regs in New York right now. So. The regs require 25%. So if you want to really go above and beyond, go 100%. We can do that. Um, if you want to go 25%, which is going to save you a little bit of money, you can still meet the regs coming out. You have that grace period of a year, right? So you still have time. So in my mind, that's a phenomenal option. There's two sizes. This is the size more for a quarter or even more. And then we have another smaller size for an eighth. So I think that, that those are two great options. And... We'll give them a little bit of knowledge from the last episode. The black plastic, great innovation in the state of New York, especially in Manhattan. Murph's now able to accept and recycle black plastic. If you don't know what we're talking about, check out the last episode. Anything else on ocean-bound plastic here um, before we move on to the next innovation? Anything else that you think would be helpful for our audience to hear? Yes. So one of the, one of the reasons why... I'm, I'm in particular so excited about this is because part of the regulations, if they pass, are that a license holder or retail dispensary has to have on-premises documentation for their sustainability with packaging. And with our, with our amazing partner here, we have the capability of every time that, that, that a customer orders this and receives it, we actually have track and trace. So they actually can see, and then they can pass that transparency onto their consumers where that black plastic or where that plastic was pulled from the ocean or before that, it got to the ocean. That's amazing. And I think that's deep sustainability thinking where you're, it's all based on proof. About maybe a year and a half ago, I started engaging with some very large uh, CPG brands at high-level discussions. A lot of it was around our hemp packaging. And the way that these big companies think in New York's encomp- uh, a com- encompassing this kind of thinking is showing proof, not throwing around vague statements, but being able to track the term chain of custody comes into play. So we have the ability to show complete chain of custody where the uh, plastic was collected from and then actually through to the production. So that'll be uh, tremendous from the state of, for the sake of those sustainability plans. As it relates to flour, 
Let's talk about other options just really quickly because flour is such a big category. So you got ocean-bound plastic. You can go 25 to 100%. You could do flexible packaging also with recycled content, but flexible packaging is very rarely recycled, if ever. It's store drop-off recyclable if it's mono material, um, and that's very uncommon. That's why we're big fans of these injection-molded products. Any other flower packaging ideas that you think would be New York compliant that you want to mention before we move on to the next product? Well, I, I think one of the categories that get, 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 gets so overlooked is, are, is in with pre-rolls. And so obviously you have this solution for various diameter pre-rolls. Industry tube. Industry tube. But I don't know if I'm putting the cart before the horse here. No, but, let's segue. The, I think I, I, I've asked you like three times. Hey, anything else you want to say? So it's time to talk about tins. All right. So um, the tins, we these are printed here in, the, in, in Providence. Um, and I think what's exciting about the tins is that they, by definition, have infinite recyclability. That is a powerful statement because a lot of recycled, other recycled products, there's, there's, a, there's a life. When you have a board paper product, eventually as it gets recycled over and over again, the fibers you know, weaken. That's the nature of recycling. But tin is known to be infinitely recyclable. So especially as you're talking about recyclability and reuse, the reuse programs, you know, if you want to go with a reuse program, you want something durable and strong and tin could be a great option. Sorry for interrupting. Um, and a, a, another dimension of this is that we're, we're actually, this is a new product of ours where we actually have a, a clamshell that'll go inside for freshness and, and freshness is, 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 is one of the bigger trends that we're seeing in packaging and remarkably, and, and I'm really excited about this is that these, those clamshells we actually can make out of ocean bound plastic as well. We can make those out of a hundred percent ocean bound plastic or 25% ocean bound plastic. The other cool thing about these tins and then we'll talk about the insert options are so you have an you have a zero plastic tin so there's no plastic in this um a lot of CR tins they have a combination of plastic and metal when you do that if you talk to Murphs that causes issues because you're mixing two materials this is going to go in the blue bin it then goes to the Murph and it's not being separated at the Murph so this is then going to go to in the metal pile, but there's plastic contaminating the metal, which is going to reduce the value of that recycled content. So this is all metal, infinitely recyclable. And then as far as inserts, we have the ocean-bound plastic uh, clamshell for freshness, which can be 100% or 25%. That's removable as well. So it can be pulled out. So that's compliant for the single-use plastic regulation. And then some customers also opt not to use the clamshell. And we have a variety of board inserts. One of the coolest board inserts we have is one that is removable. So it holds the joints in place. It sort of has that zigzag. And then you can actually take that, recycle that, as well as have the tin be recyclable as well. So anything else on the tins? I think that was a, a great selection. Um, comes in a wide variety of sizes. So this could be good for pre-roll pack, single pre-roll. It could be great for gummies. We have a deep one that could be great for gummies or different edibles as well. The, the one thing I, I will add to that is that because we can do the printing here, it allows us to do smaller batches for customers and from a logistics perspective to, to transport it from, from here to let's say the state of New York is really attractive from a sustainability perspective. Right. We're right in Providence, Rhode Island. And, and the other thing we realize you guys are just getting going, just getting started. So the, the likelihood that you're going to, I mean, we love when you place a hundred thousand units and you're thriving because that's great for us as a business too, but we realize you're just getting started. So this also allows you to say, Hey, I'd like 500 of these. Hey, I'd like 500 and I want to have 
five different, you know, stra- uh, strains on uh, one pack versus another. And I'd like to, if this is used for edibles, maybe one is for chocolate bites and one is for gummies. I want to do the same branding, but I want to change out. So you have a tremendous ability to be nimble, to test market products. Um, we really are trying to get in the shoes of of the New York cannabis uh, company that's getting off the ground that eventually will do hundreds of thousands. But as you're getting going, we're here to be in the trenches with you while you're making it happen. We also have two styles of round tins I'll just mention as well Absolutely. that are phenomenal. So if you'd prefer the round option, um, we have some really cool stuff that you can if you want to see all of our options email wow w-o-w at contempopackaging.com if you're looking for sustainable packaging in the cannabis industry email wow at contempopackaging.com let's keep it rolling next up is tough selection you got some you got two two uh, game changers there can we go with pha I think uh, I think I'll allow that. Okay, let's roll. So PHA as our shopping bag, as our exit bag. PHA being one of the most well-respected bioresins in the world, home compostable. Um, I'll let you run with with the rest of it. So, why are you excited about this product? First and foremost, the beginning of life in most instances that 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 we know of is from canola oil. So it, it actually is a plant-based polymer, and so it has, it has a, a, a wonderful non-petroleum-based beginning of life, and therefore, by definition, if, if the molecule is not integrated with something with, with a plastic, the end of life is really benign as well. And, and I can say, because we actually have done kind of informal testing here, we've observed it. We put these bags in soil. I, I have one right next to my, right next to my desk. And within 60 days, we, we actually have evidence of, of degradation. And Absolutely. And it's great to verify. We have it TUV certified, which is for home compostability, and then we have Raphael certified as well in the in the dirt in the back of uh, Contempo. So I think the Raphael one holds more weight, in my opinion. What do you think? Drop it in the comments below. All right, good. I think the the additional dimension of this is that it has it has multiple ASDM um, certifications, but the ones that I think we all should be aware of and be really excited about. Marine biodegradation. So let's just say that's the gold standard, yeah. even above home compost. It's it's industrial home and the gold standard. I should reverse it. The gold standard, marine. So tell us about marine. So for people who don't know about it, what is what does that term mean? It, it means is there is there evidence that when a, an object goes into a marine environment, which is which has has the presence of oxygen, different gases, you still have complete biodegradation or partial degradation. And what is left is not very importantly a microplastic. That's amazing because it, when, when, um, when a bag like this goes into compost, it's microbe rich and the microbes are what eat the, eat the, uh, bag to make it compost in a marine environment. You don't have quite as much, you still have some sort of, uh, microbes that that will break it down but it's just a different environment so if your bag is marine degradable that's literally the gold standard in packaging um from from what i know and i I think many people would agree on that so anything else on this i want to make one comment on this as well i think in a state like new york a city like manhattan the power of having a bag with a handle i think is really powerful because 
people are taking the subway, they're taking public transportation, maybe they go grocery shopping and in the same uh in the same uh trip they go to their local dispensary and they go to their local Dwayne Reed, right? I was going to say CVS, but you know, that's not around there. So you have all these different things and paper bags aren't always conducive. So this is you have the benefits of uh plastic, but it's not plastic, it's home compostable and better, it's marine degradable. So Last point on why why I think this is great for the New York market. What's your any final comments on the PHA shopping bags? I, I think the really important thing about this is, is that I'm a big believer that that the U.S. consumer drives change, and so uh, I think there was a report by Deloitte a couple months ago that that indicated that 45 percent of millennials will drop a brand if they if it's not sustainable. And seventy five percent will actually pay more, and they prefer sustainable options. And so I, I think it's it's when when you you see a PHA bag like this, tell your friends. Absolutely, that's why I say it's a matter of uh, when, not if. Yes, that's why I like having you on here. You bring the data, you bring the facts <laughs> to my you know my theories about the world, which I believe to be true. But you bring the data to back it up, which I appreciate. So that's PHA shopping bags. We also have. Let's not forget the. Re- reusable Lululemon style shopping bags, which are not single use. And those have been a hit in the state of New Jersey where they're banning uh, single use plastic shopping bags. So that's another great option there um, in the world of shopping bags. We also have the ability to make lunch style bags out of 50% hemp fiber, which is a great innovation. And we can make the back half of that 50% PCR, which would also be compliant. So there's a lot of options in shopping bags. So we have our flower packages, right? We got our ocean-bound plastic flower packages. We also have the round tins, which technically could work for flower. We have our pre-roll packs, all metal, no plastic, with a removable freshness clamshell if you want it. We have our industry tube, which can be for a variety of pre-rolls. It can be for edibles as well. You, We have ocean-bound plastic pop-tops and mini pop-tops, which could be coupled with a folding box, and you could make that little pop-top out of 25% PCR as well. So I'm just giving you some examples. There's many examples, but we really have all the product categories covered. And we'll get into the next episode why I think you should act now on the sustainability and not wait. But let's wrap it up with this uh, this last option, which has a special place in my heart. If only we had someone that will be willing to pay and invest in it. But maybe it's the state of New York that will that will finally make this product, this epic product, take off. Yes. Yeah, so, so this box is, is made of 100% hemp. So by definition, it, it checks off um, most, most, most boxes. I, in fact, I'm, I'm struggling to find any that it doesn't. Um, the, the, the biggest challenge is, is really processing. Um, but I think the state of New York, once again, is taking the lead here. And I'm really excited about some of the options that I think are going to happen. And I think the most important thing that, that consumers need to do is ask for it. Because there are, in my view, and, 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 and I think we're going to see more and more evidence of, of this over time, the, the product that's going to come out, the hemp product that's, going to, that's being cultivated right now in New York is, is, is absolutely fantastic. I know growers. Um, and I just don't think over time you can get anything more sustainable than, than pure hemp. So picture this. This is a, this is a secondary package. It's a hemp folding carton. But you could put inside of this, and we can make a little uh, area where the tube fits directly in, a small pop-top that could hold a cartridge. So you could have 25% ocean-bound plastic in that cartridge that slides into your 
hemp fiber package. So this is truly a revolution. I think if we imagine if we could quantify the number of trees that were not cut down because we moved to hemp packaging, or imagine if we could quantify the amount of carbon that was sequestered as a result of the hemp that was grown to make boxes and to make labels and to make packaging. So I still am so excited about hemp. It's just a matter of finding people that are passionate about it, that are willing to pay more for it, that see it is such a valuable marketing investment and you can justify the value if you understand what you're buying. And that's much of what we try to do on the show. Cause I've been flying all around for a year and a half now and everyone loves it and they get excited and then it's, Oh, it costs more. Oh, it costs more. And I'm here to say like those days of just in what cases in business is looking at only price beneficial. It is rarely the right way to go. And and there's a marketing story to be told. And I just can't wait to see more and more people take advantage of it. Yeah. And again, going back to some more evidence, um, I think it was Harvard Business School or NYU Stern School. I think it's Stern. Um, a recent study, and this is on their, available on their website, consumers are willing to spend on, on average 29% more for a, a product that's marketed as sustainable. So that's a big number. And remember, 29% of the retail. Yes. And this is not going to increase your cost by 29%. So if it's a no. $50 product and they pay 29% more, just do the math versus another 25 cents added to the to your packaging or another, you know, 40 cents whatever it is to your packaging. So um there's there's a fine line between cost savings and market share and and I think that's that's an important conversation we all need to be having and think about. So in conclusion, first, any others that you want to mention quickly that are not here? I know we have many options outside of these. Email wow at contevilpackaging.com if you want to see them. Um, and also, we we our whole thing is differentiating you. So if you have an idea of a package that you want, that's, you know, we don't just sell cookie cutter stuff the same thing as everyone else. So, oh, I'd like to do X. We can help you execute it. We do custom, beautiful packaging at Contevil Specialty Packaging. Anything else in closing around compliant, innovative New York sustainable packaging options. Yeah, because I think um, we talk about this all, all the time because we're kind of dyed in the wool sustainability people. Um, we also, for our edibles, we also have that the ocean-bound plastic vac tray and, and, and clamshell for freshness. That's hitting the market. Yeah. So we're launching a new innovation that Raph has spilled <laughs> the beans live on the air. Oh, my gosh. Um, so we have a new... Super well-priced, super sustainable, edible packaging option that'll be hitting the market. Raf, what do you think about labels, hemp labels? So the idea of, because this is another idea that I think is, you talk about the more hemp there is, the less deforestation, the more carbon sequestration, all the benefits of hemp, and we make hemp labels. So any label, whether it goes on a flower jar, whether it goes on any packaging, could be made of 100% hemp one. What do you think about the the practicality or the likelihood that even batch labels or other labels that are used within the cannabis businesses could be made out of hundred percent hemp. And could that be a really cool story on the website when you click the sustainability tab that we all have nowadays and you scroll on down and you see, Hey, all of our labels that we use within our business are hundred percent hemp. Am I daydreaming or am I onto something here? What do you think? Oh, I, I absolutely think you're onto something. I, I think it's, it's first of all, so, sometimes it's a little painful to be early. Um, however, I, it's, it's infinitely better than being late. And what I think is going to happen is that we will see adoption. I don't know if, if it'll be 100% right away, 
But, you know, I think we'll get to 50, 75 percent with the goal of 100. And the reason why I think it's so important is because if if a, if something goes to a landfill and let's say that, that tube goes to a landfill or another package that has a hemp label on it, you can rest assured that over time it's going to biodegrade into just basic carbon and, and, and just little natural fibers. So as opposed to a, a plastic. So I, I think it's an, I think it's fantastic. All right. Awesome. So let's leave that one there. So any other questions you have, you can reach out to us directly. We'll drop it in the uh, show notes as well, where you can reach out to us. We're super pumped about the state of New York. We're super pumped about what's happening in the state of New York. We're super pumped about a state that's being thoughtful around sustainability in their regs. And we want to be a part of sort of doing it with excellence and really, you know, letting our passion become your passion and your passion becomes our passion as opposed to just sort of, as I say, checking the box and saying, oh, give me the cheapest thing that has 25% ocean-bound plastic or uh, recycled content, okay? We're going to help you do that. Uh, thanks for watching the Sustainable Packaging Show podcast. We'll see you on part three where it's going to be your, your call to action. So get ready for that. Take care, everyone. Thank you. We are Contempo Packaging based in Providence, Rhode Island, and we're looking for phenomenal people to help us on our mission to make sustainable packaging the norm. So if you enjoy watching the Sustainable Packaging Show or you've seen any of what we do and you're interested in joining our team, please either email jobs at contempopackaging.com or go to contempocard.com slash jobs. Luke, what kind of people are we looking for to join our team at Contempo Packaging? If you're passionate about sustainability like myself and hardworking, uh, we're looking to add you to the team and, and fight this good fight and bring sustainable packaging to the world. We like to have fun. We like to work hard. If that sounds like you, if you're based around Providence, Rhode Island, we would love to talk to you and see if this could be the true dream job for you. I know it is for us, and we're eager to hear from you.